So are we still in a toilet paper shortage? I'm, I'm not quite sure where we are in this whole process. The last time we were at the store, it seemed like there were plenty to go around. Yeah. Okay, okay, so there are spares to square. It seems that there are some squares to spare. All right, well, I, I have a little story for you about some pretty terrifying effects of the toilet paper oh, shortage. Oh, no, not toilet paper. I mean, we need that stuff. Right. It's so important. There's a reason why people hoarded it. Right, well, we'll have that coming up. All right, great. Well, it's uh, stuck in a quarantine. You got all these all these do-it-yourselfers. It's like there's a freaky new DIY trend with that whole thing coming up. Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. So yeah. it's not just putting a new towel rod in the bathroom. No. Well, yeah, exactly. It's some new interesting stuff. All right. Well, have you heard the expression? Of course you've heard the expression, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right. Right. Well, there are some Florida criminals who aren't fooling anyone uh, with some of their habits, I guess we'll say. Oh, okay. All right. That sounds cool. Well, all that and more, it's coming up on episode three of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back, one and all, to the Florida Freak Show. If you've ever seen a Florida story... Uh, maybe a newscast about Florida or follow Florida Man on Twitter, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about people that live and play here. Well, and speaking of weird people here, who yeah. are you? Uh, my name is Corey O'Donnell. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm the weirdest of them all, definitely. And you are? And I am Kirsten O'Donnell, married to the weirdest of them all, That's I right. Guess. Absolutely. So uh, today we're going to, of course, read to you uh, some... Florida stories ripped from the headlines because I love to use that phrase. I do too. It's fantastic. It feels like a law and order type thing, but I've always liked the ripped from the headlines. That's right. So ripped from the headlines. I guess first I just want to ask you. Okay. Do you know what a fatberg is? Oh, I mean, I assume it's some city with a really obese population, <laughs> right? It's like just the name of the city that, or the nickname. Like it's around the corner them. from Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah. It's like maybe there's a there's a section of it that they call Fatsburg. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, besmirch anybody that's from Pittsburgh. I just think when I think of Fatburg, I think, oh, it's just a city of fat people. Well, there's there's plenty of other bergs out there sure. that probably have a, have a fat section of oh, town. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. That's not actually what a Fatburg is. Oh, okay. Uh, from WTSP 10 News in Tampa, mm-hmm. a 108 cubic yard fatberg was removed from a sewage pump station in the Sulphur Springs area of Tampa. Fatbergs are an industry-wide problem in the wastewater business. They're also called clog monsters. Ugh. Yeah, is this starting to... Mm. Yeah. So fatbergs are gigantic, lumpy, greasy, gray blobs that form when congealed cooking grease and unflushable items... Oh, I'm so glad I ate right before this. ...combine in the sewer to create what can only be described as the stuff of nightmares, I think. Uh, So not only are they pretty terrifying just in general, they do wreak havoc on sewer systems. Oh, wow. They can clog sewer pipes. They can cause backups. They can even pop manhole covers. Again... 108 cubic yard fatberg. That's unbelievable. Like, I can't even, like, begin to describe what that feels like to me. That seems like such a 
huge amount. So 108 cubic yards is roughly, roughly. And, and roughly the size of one of those really big trailers that you would see on the back of a semi. Oh, you oh really? Mm. And people pulled that out of of the of the system. That's mm. incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so so you know far be it from me to speculate, sure. of course. But, you know, when we had our little toilet paper shortage, yeah, or our not-so-little toilet paper shortage, yeah, as it were. Yeah, we stocked up ahead of time. I mean, we usually are never, like, ahead of the curve with that sort of thing, but... Well, man, we also it, had some generous relatives who, yeah, that's who true. donated that's to the true. cause. But, yeah, but thank you all. There, Yes, <laughs> thank you indeed. Yes. Um, there were a lot of posts I saw on Facebook with people saying, it's okay, I couldn't find, I couldn't find toilet paper at the store, but I have a lot of paper towels. Oh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. I have a lot of wet wipes, that sort of thing. Well, this is what happens. Okay. This is what happens. This is why we can't have nice things. This is the bad part of that whole situation. Right. So you get all the cooking grease going down the drains, plus all of, again, the unflushables. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> is that similar to the untouchables like the movie it's i like, would not uh, want to touch them yeah so it's, it's like so it's yes. like the sewer system version of that like if there was an al capone of <laughs> of sanitation then they would be the unflushables right right so all of that glops together Ugh. gets jammed in this it can mm, there's a picture that i have seen online of the fatberg oh wow yeah and You've seen the movie The Blob, right? Yeah. This this mm, like yeah. I I just bleh, I can't even mm, Yeah. It, and the smell. You just, showed me mm. a little bit of it. It just looked like this gray uh matted mold like blob, blob of 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 just yeah. of the worst possible stuff you could possibly imagine. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Like you can't see anything necessarily, but you just can envision or paint it the picture with whatever you want. Sure, sure, and and just just for a moment, oh. imagine the smell. I mean, not not only the sewer smell, and yeah. and I have spent some time at wastewater treatment plants, so right. that's that's a that's that's a thing. Mm-hmm. But think about the cooking grease, just oh. just a bunch of stuff that does not meld well together. <laughs> So we hope you're not eating at the moment when you're talking about all this. We probably should have warned you ahead of time. But yeah, definitely something really crazy. All I can ever imagine when you talk about this is sort of the, uh, um, you know, that massive uh, plastic island. Oh, sure. That's out yeah, in yeah, the yeah. middle, of, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, it's, sort, yeah, and it's sort of the uh, sanitation version of that. Yes. But uh, something that we can actually control and keep from happening by not flushing this stuff down the drain. Right. And apparently fatbergs are not um, exclusive to Florida. Mm. However, it, it appears as though Tampa has had um, has had their issues with them. Oh, so, yeah. So I guess a little public service announcement oh, out good. there on, yeah. on, on behalf of all of your local municipalities. Um, first of all, don't don't flush the unflushables. Nope. But also, if uh, if your pipes are gurgling, if your drains are unexplainedly slow, or God forbid you have some sort of a sewer backup, uh, call your local public works department immediately. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Good. Yeah. And, and just look it up. Look up the phone number and call them immediately. It's not that hard. Oh. Can we talk about a story that's maybe not so disgusting? <laughs> I mean, I, I think probably, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. 
So our second story comes to us from the Miami New Times. Uh, doesn't actually take place in Miami, but but the subject of the story has some Miami ties. All right. Uh, Santa Rosa Beach attorney David Olfelder uh, thinks it's ridiculous that Florida's beaches are reopening. All right. I understand that. A lot I of totally people do. I totally get that, yeah. A lot of people. Hashtag Florida morons. It That's, trended on Twitter this year. There you go. Uh, so so Olfelder has vowed to embark on what he calls the Florida Grim Reaper Tour. He is visiting Florida beaches dressed as the angel of death <laughs> to persuade people to go home. Oh, yeah. Now, now normally, Olfelder's actually an advocate for free access to beaches. He's even sued to open some private beaches in the panhandle to the general public. Oh. Um, but the Florida Grim Reaper tour... Uh, is expected to start around May 1st. All right. Well, I, you know, I totally get, you know, I can see like what this guy's trying to do here. Sure. Like he's trying to, you know, send a, send a message mm-hmm. to people that want to go to the beaches that it's just not the right time to do so. And I get it. Taking death, your life in your hands. Right. Death is a really good idea. But it must be hot in that oh costume. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. I, I mean, mean, it's not even like it's not even May yet and it's all and it's already like starting to get really really warm in florida right and i feel like the grim reaper doesn't wear like a nice cooling seersucker no yeah it's probably not super breathable (laughs) not a linen yeah not a yeah so maybe there's some other costume ideas that he could use i i thought of a couple while you were like sitting there Mm -hmm. talking and i okay i just wanted to share a few of them with you and and maybe maybe they'll, they'll send the message i don't know you can be the judge of it uh, maybe dressing up like a shark. Sharks are really scary on beaches. People want to avoid them. Yeah, and it and it would be fun too. You know, it could be fun, and he might actually get some photos. Could go viral. Ooh, like could, left shark from Katy Perry's Super Bowl show. Yeah, or like or like like Bruce from Jaws. You know, oh, the, the, the yeah, mechanical yeah, yeah. shark. But maybe boat. do it like a bit more plushy. Or in you know on along the Jaws theme, and this is maybe a little bit more out in left field. Maybe people don't get it as much, but. Maybe he could dress up as the mayor, what, a Mayor Vaughn from uh, Am- oh, Amity? From, uh, yeah. from Jaws, who's, yeah. Whose who's idea was that, hey, this shark's not going to ruin our economy, so we're going to open the beaches he back up. He said the up. beaches were safe. The, the beaches are safe, and if we have more people that come out and, do, and, and go to the beaches, it'll make everyone feel good, and it won't ruin the economy for, for the summer. Sounds really ach- achingly familiar. But um, but maybe that could be good. I don't know. I never really saw the similarities between Jaws and the whole COVID situation. You've you've it's completely been there. you've completely opened my eyes. You could you can make a you can make a reference to Jaws in just about everything. <laughs> oh, maybe a Corona beach bottle, a oh, beer bottle, not a, beer a beach bottle. bottle, a beer bottle. Yeah, like a beer bottle Corona. You know, to just sort of tie into the whole coronavirus thing could be fun. Who knows? I don't know. What if he just passes out bottles of Corona? Oh, that's always really good. That might encourage people. Yeah, that could mm. encourage people to show up. But one other idea that I had, and this one's probably really way out in left field, but I thought, why not kill two birds with one stone for the for the good lawyer? Um, he could just lay out, maybe have like a little bit of blood on his abdomen or oh. something like that, surrounded by crime tape. And then he could be making a statement about that you're putting your life in your own hands because there's a dead body on the beach, all the while getting a bit of a tan while he's out there. I think if you rope off an area on the beach with crime tape, people are just going to think it's sea turtle nests. Yeah, that could be. For those of you who aren't from Florida, when you go to our beaches a lot of times, you'll see 
taped off areas on the beach. Yeah. By the way, the sea turtles are having a fantastic year this year because there's no humans on the beach to screw everything up. There's always a silver lining right side. with a lot of these Absolutely. Things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But uh but yeah, yeah, I think Okay, a little crime scene tape that could do it too. Uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, a little follow up to our okay. uh, to our Santa Rosa Beach attorney here. Um, Olfelder says he does not actually own a Grim Reaper costume and scythe, 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 scythe. Always scythe? Yeah. never sure heart, how to pronounce heart, that. Yeah, can't figure that one Doesn't out. Doesn't have them hanging in his closet, you know, waiting for this great occasion. Okay. But he says his online order is on the way. Oh, good. So hopefully by May 1st for him. I did check if you're looking to do this on your own, a little little at-home project for you sure. during uh, self-quarantine. About 35 40 bucks on Amazon for a uh, Grim Reaper costume. Not too bad. Maybe we'll see more Grim Reapers out there, you know, strutting around Florida. My, my you know. question, though, Amazon has been kind of prioritizing oh, yeah. orders, right, yeah. for things that are, you know, groceries, household staples, things that folks need during the coronavirus. Right. Does a Grim Reaper costume count as like an essential item? Well, I hope so in Florida. Right. I mean, it's obvious that this guy, you know, he's he's really doing a great service, you know, by trying to do whatever he can to keep these beaches closed as much as possible. So it seems to me like it makes a lot of sense for Amazon to like put this at the top of the priority list. Yeah. 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 Okay. By the way, Santa Rosa Beach. Yeah. Because I love to to pepper pepper in a little bit of a. Uh, Trivia. Yeah, like I'm I'm actually confused as to where it is. Like we, I'm not like, It's in the panhandle. Okay, that's what I thought. Panhandle. Yeah. Uh Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast obviously. Right. Yes. Up up, you know, Tallahassee. Sure. Not Tallahassee. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking, Panama, but I wanted to make so, sure know, it wasn't Destin, on the that whole east side. that right. whole yes. It is where the Truman show was shot. Oh, it is I the love quaint the little Truman town show. in the Truman Show. Oh wow! I we have to go there sometime because that is such it's a, it's a gorgeous town. I know you haven't seen the Truman Show. I have not. But, I have a thing about Jim Carrey. Right. Well, I and I Don't feel the exact opposite way. Yeah, I'm a big fan. But uh, <laughs> but I love I that town is about as picturesque and about as uh, um sort of fifties uh, Americana as you could possibly get. So if that's the town where that's shot, that's it would be a really beautiful place to go and hang out. So what if this guy's walking down the beach as the Grim Reaper and then just hits the wall? Oh, yes, the wall from the movie. Right? Yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but I know. Right. That, yeah. He's, he's spoiler on Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert yeah. for a movie case, that came out Yeah, in case you were planning on yeah, seeing a movie that came out 25 <laughs> years ago. Or however long it was, but yeah, uh, no idea. Wow, that would be something. Well, anyway, yeah. there's a lot of connections that you can make with this Grim Reaper thing, so we'll see. Well, best of luck to him. We'll see what happens. Yeah. He says he wants to hit much of the state, yeah. so perhaps we'll see him at a beach hey, near us. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out. So uh, last week, I don't know if you remember, we brought you the story of Joshua Price in Putnam County. Oh yeah, he's the guy with the homemade coronavirus sign. Yeah, um, yeah, the window. guy, the, the the guy, the fugitive that yeah. put the sign on his door that said, "Sorry, I'm COVID positive. Come back later," yeah. so that the cops wouldn't arrest him. Didn't right. work. Um, this week, we're bringing you somebody using almost the exact opposite tactic. Oh, okay. So from Fox 35 Orlando. The Flagler County Sheriff's Office says that they executed a shir- s- search war- 
search search warrant yes. executed a search warrant at a home in Palm Coast on Friday morning. Easy for you to say. Right. As they approached the home's door, they noticed that the novelty doormat read in large letters, come back with a warrant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the deputies already had a warrant. So they went in, searched the residence, found fentanyl, dozens of used syringes, and other drug paraphernalia. Oh, gee. I mean... I mean, why, why, I mean, if you're going to have stuff like that in your house, definitely put a mat out that, <laughs> that doesn't at least that, at all draw attention to it, right? Don't tempt oh. fate. Oh, boy. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's kind of Florida man's attitude. It's like, you know, don't take this, don't take that, you know, you know, make sure you don't, you know, you'll, you'll pry my fentanyl my, out of my yeah, cold, dead hands yeah, stop kind all of thing. Over my freedom, exactly. Yeah, it's just insert drugs into that into that particular yeah. Exactly. So so we've talked about getting a novelty doormat before. We have, yeah, we've talked about it too. And I'm all for funny welcome mats. Believe me, I am pro funny welcome mats. <laughs> um, but as You're long as you're willing to take a stand on this issue, no, I really am. I I know I'm I'm really sticking my neck out there. But as long as they're just that funny, they need to be funny. You know, maybe don't get so antagonistical, you know, or antagonistic. I think I just made up a word there. Antagonistic, you know, or like piss all over someone's Cheerios because you decide that uh, I'm going to use like, you know, a a mat that just, you know, doesn't have something that's necessarily funny on it, but it really like eats at somebody maybe. Right. I just like, I just like the simple one that says in a very lovely script, Go away. Go away. It's it's beautiful. Go away. Yeah, and there's nothing. You know, it's 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 nice. It's polite, right? It's like it's it's not as uh, it's not as like in your face. Like you're like you know you're like getting up in somebody's face. And I'm saying that more. You know, you, you know, do as you wish to do. But I maybe would stick stare away from the antagonistic ones if you've got something nefarious going on inside your house. There's no reason to call attention to yourself in those situations. Right. So so maybe my favorite part of this story yeah. is that this isn't the first time that this has happened. Oh, of course not. It's Florida. So from, from WBBH, NBC2, right in our backyard yeah. here in southwest Florida, in March of this year, so just like a month ago, mm-hmm. Lee County Sheriff's deputies were called to a house in San Carlos Park to investigate some suspicious activity after getting a call And that home had the same doormat. Mm. It said, come back with a warrant. (laughs) Come back with a warrant. So the deputies came back with a warrant. Yeah. I mean, in this case, they actually had to go and do it. I mean, they they just... They They didn't have the warrant ready to go. It's what the welcome mat says. They're just following instructions. Just following instructions. Well, they raided the home with their warrant, found fentanyl, methamphetamine, black tar, heroin, and cocaine. Three people were arrested. The trifecta. Overachievers, yeah. really. Nicely done. Yeah. Maybe uh, really kind of go overboard with the welcome mat, the actual welcome mat, because nobody's going to want to walk into a place that just says welcome. <laughs> They'll be like, well, these people are, are just... Upstanding citizens. Yeah. I mean, there must be nothing in, you know nefarious, nefarious going on here. I love using the word nefarious. So. I know you do. Yeah. Anyway. Nefarious is a great word. It's fantastic. All right, so moving on to another story. Yeah, so our last story for the day, and this is a doozy. A local, oh, from WFLA, mm. that's News Channel 8 in Tampa. Yep. So a lot of Tampa today, but yep. that's okay. You know, we, we hit the whole state eventually. Yeah. 
a local dermatologist is noticing a new and unsettling trend. Uh oh. People are removing their own moles and skin tags while quarantined at home. Tampa dermatologist Dr. Seth Foreman says people are using knives, scissors, toenail clippers, and even dental floss as a way to remove moles. What? Not surprisingly, he says this is a bad idea. Oh, shocking. (laughs) Uh, Number one, because people can't really stop bleeding or prevent infection as effectively as they could you know, if they were to do this at a doctor's office. Right. Um, Not only that, but just cutting something off and flushing it uh, could prevent a doctor from maybe detecting some underlying issues. Right. Skin cancer, et cetera. Plus, Sort of the whole point of going to a dermatologist to make sure that these things... Right? Yeah. Right? Wow. So I'm I'm all for learning new skills. And believe me, (laughs) what what I've learned so far from this story... Is that apparently in some cases toenail clippers and but dental floss can be used as cutting tools. So, so you're not a lady. I'm not a lady. You're not a lady. So you, I am no you lady. may have never heard of eyebrow threading. No, oh, okay. But if there are ladies who are listening who are familiar with eyebrow threading, I I think you would remove a mole in the same way that you would using dental floss. I oh, mean, okay. As as you would thread an eyebrow, which is a way of of um, ladyscaping your eyebrows. Okay. All right. Hey, there you go. I, I don't know this. I'm, I'm no expert on DIY um, dermatology mole removal. <laughs> mole removal. Right. And and you're probably not interested in, in being an expert on that sort no. of thing. No. Well, that's just it. It's like I'm all for learning these new skills. You know, I like I like the idea of taking advantage of uh, for some of us this extra time that we have. Um, dealing with the uh, pandemic that's happening, you know, like digging a garden in your backyard, or maybe like uh, dusting off that old guitar and learning off oh. some new uh, some new chords and everything. But maybe, maybe there are just some things that are basically better left to the professionals. Yeah, leave it to the pros. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so stray I- away from cutting your face or other parts of your body. I I think yes. Yeah. Do you think, because so often when, when I have to do things for the first time, yeah, um, maybe it's trying to do a pivot table in Excel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I know where you're going or, with this. Or trying to, I don't know, put down tile right. in the bathroom. I go to YouTube. Right. First place I, I go. I YouTube it. Always Usually, a 13-year-old right. <laughs> show, that, showing you how to do it. Exactly. There's a 13-year-old who is a whiz at everything yep. who will show you how to do it and, and, and make you feel like a complete Luddite. Is that the right word? Or, or, or Luddite would be, yeah, it's similar. I, I don't know for sure. I just... Maybe I mean we're it's all it's good to learn new skills. It is good to learn new skills. Now, do you think though that these people are going to YouTube and actually looking up how to remove a mole? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I don't know what this is. I can't go to the dermatologist right now. Maybe there's a way that I can take care of this on my own. First place I'm going is WebMD. Second place might be YouTube. YouTube the, is, I believe, the the second most used search engine. Yeah. So. So there you go. I mean, it just makes things easier because it's all show and tell. It'll show it to you. So I don't know. I it would not surprise me if that's what's definitely happening. <laughs> I mean, because it is it is the first place that we always go to too if we need to learn something. Right. So pivot tables, at home dermatology, 
you know, whatever it might be. And 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 God knows we've all looked up a symptom in They're our all lives. The same thing. We've all looked up a symptom in yeah. our lives. We've all been like, oh, I don't know. There's a weird white spot on my tongue. What does sure. that mean? Am I going to die? Sure. Yeah. You know. Um. But but this is taking it next level. I yeah. Think. And I get it. It's like it's hard to get in to see people, you know, and you don't want to overtax our health system already as it is. But I just feel like there are just some things that could probably wait or in this case just definitely just at least make the phone call and see if you can get in to see them. <laughs> now I now I will say because yeah. both of us have found ourselves in this predicament. Sure. A lot of folks without health insurance right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. A lot of unemployed folks, a yep. lot of folks without health insurance. Right. So, you know, maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. But, well, desperate times, right? Right. A- another public service announcement out yeah. there, though. Oh, good, good, good. Um, Dr. Foreman, the aforementioned Dr. Foreman, yeah. does say that many dermatologists are offering virtual appointments. Oh. So you've got the iPhone, you've got, you know, a computer with a webcam. You could probably do some kind of telehealth virtual employ- uh, employment appointment. Right. You know, I know here in um, in Southwest Florida, one of our local hospitals has been doing free telehealth through this entire thing, so you don't even need insurance. So, and and it's and it's a godsend, and I'm sure for a lot of people. I, I did a virtual doctor's appointment um, not so long ago, and it was it was relatively painless. Nice. It was actually completely painless. Great. So it's it's doable. By the way. Um, I believe May is Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. May Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe go see the doctor to, yeah. in celebration of Skin Cancer right. Awareness and, Month. And, and in celebration of keeping yourself safe. Put the nail clippers down. Yeah. Put the put X-Acto away, knife, put a, the put box Put away cutter. the dental floss unless you're actually going to floss your teeth with it. Right. And, and floss. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. It's a good PSA for everyone. Well, these are some great stories. Again... Florida freaks always come out to play whenever we need them to. They they really do, and in times yeah. like this, you need a few things to chuckle at. You so, do. so what have we what have we learned today? I guess. Well, I learned that a fatberg is not just an obesity. Um, it's something that's uh, uh, really, really not so good. It's um, pretty gross. And, yeah, it's really. Uh, I don't actually even want to go back and uh, listen to it. Um, I learned that we may have. Uh, People with uh, in Grim Reaper outfits, <laughs> or at least one guy <laughs> at showing up at a, guy. at a beach near us, um, and that cannot that costume cannot breathe well. No, it's just I mean, so much of what we wear around Florida all day every day is like breathable materials or materials that are sort of set for this lifestyle. It's time. It's, but all it, black, long sleeves, a hood. Well, come and, on. And that just sounds like me most of the time. But I'm always wearing breathable fibers. Yeah. So you've got to do it. What else? Uh, oh, uh, novelty go, doormats. Go with go with a doormat that maybe doesn't like make like a big deal about what's going on behind your actual door. Right. Yeah. And uh, finally, oh yeah, we just talked about it. Maybe uh, steer clear of doing anything to cut up your face or or anywhere else or on your body. anywhere else on your body definitely um utilize that telehealth i mean you can see it you know and there, there's a chance that they could actually do something about it keep the exacto knives away from your face yeah all right well i guess those were our freakiest florida finds for the week yep so uh thank you all again for joining us for another little slice of sunshine state silliness yeah thanks so much uh remember to follow us on twitter and like us on facebook that's at fla freak show and don't forget to rate review and subscribe it really helps us out 
and it helps us find more freak f- fans like you. I can never say that. It helps us find more freak fans like you to enjoy this show. Until we meet again, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We will be back next week. Until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. See ya.